in all works of, works of entertainment, there's moments that you could describe as so bad that's good. You know, all, you could say that about movies, TV shows, songs. Uh, but in this case, professional wrestling that I'm going to be talking about. And of course, it was the Alexa Bliss, Shayna Baszler, and lovely segment that ended this week's Raw. Now, there's been a lot of the usual outcry about, oh, this is the worst segment ever, this is terrible. In fact, of course, I noticed on the thumbnail looking at YouTube, of course, Wrestle Talk, the biggest dorks on the planet, had this week saying worst Raw ending ever. Of course, you'll have that Ollie Davis going, oh, this was absolutely terrible, even though I loved AEW, in which just had Orange Cassidy, somebody who puts his hands in his pockets, getting a world title match. This is proper wrestling because Dave Meltzer told me to say so. Yay! However, I thought the segment that's at the end of the sweet Raw was actually so bad. I agree that it was bad, but I think it was so bad that it was good because I was entertained by it. And at least, and that's something. Now, you know, well, you could turn around and say, oh, you're just being on the likes of list and blah, 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 let's be real. I slated a lot of the stuff that happened between Bliss and Orton in February and March. I really hated the whole, the second, the, the whole end build up to Fiend Orton. I think they kind of ruined this character and gimmick after the Royal Rumble. So, you know, I've been very brutally, bluntly honest about it. To the point where I actually don't really want to talk about wrestling anymore because, for the most part, because I just never say anything positive about it. And yes, while this segment was bad, I did enjoy it. Now, what I've always said as well, and I did a recording about two or three weeks ago where I said you should be thankful it's Alexa doing this gimmick because it would be a million times worse if it was someone else doing it because this gimmick is horrible, no doubt about it. It's her sitting on a swing talking to Lily, a doll. It's terrible. Let's be real. However, Alexa still performs it well. They're wasting her talent, no doubt, which is frustrating, annoying, but also I've almost come to accept it by now because that's just the way WWE is. You know, you, you took somebody who should be a mainstream crossover star and you gave her this niche neckbeard gimmick. It's pretty terrible, to be honest. However, she still manages to perform it well. She still manages to have entertaining moments with it which actually really does show just how wonderful of a performer she is now. And I'd love to see her doing stuff, working with competent producers, competent writers and directors, because at, le at least you'd really see her talent shine, because if she could perform well with this shit, she the sky's the limit. Put her in one of the Disney live-action movies that I seen Cruella yesterday, review coming up yet, later today. I'm going to, and honestly, I'd love to see her in films like that. She'd, she'd absolutely kill it. But I digress. I actually did kind of like this segment. So, I only really watch the Alexa segments or, or the Eva Marie things now, because that's kind of interesting. That's the only thing I watch from Raw. I'm not wasting my time watching that shit. That's the only thing I, I don't watch Mike, I don't watch anything else really. Very much wrestling related at all. However, I watched this segment just thinking to myself, okay, let's see where this goes. I'll say one thing, at least something happened. At least something happened and it was memorable. You remember this. The problem with this Alexa and Lily thing is, I liked the night after WrestleMania. The night after WrestleMania, that was a really good promo actually. 
I went to the interview slowly, I thought, oh, that's a good idea. When we used to have a fun house puppets and things, give the lights our own puppets, this is a good idea. The problem is, for pretty much two months straight after this, it's basically just been Alexa sits in a swing talking to a puppet. And that's literally all it's been. Or talking to a dog that has no personality and doesn't speak. That's the problem. The Funhouse puppets all have their own little intimate individual character, whereas Lily just does nothing. So it's been kind of a waste of time. So, if they gave... If Lily actually was a proper character, like, say, Rambling Rabbit or Abby the Witch, this would actually be quite good. And I think this could actually work well. However, Lily just does nothing. However, at least in this segment, something happened. At least, you know? And I like to go physical in it as well for the first time in months. Like, we got to see the bliss right hand on Disney, which was great. Now, when it comes to the, the other thing, is this whole build has been very repetitive. It's been Alexa sits on the swing, talks to Lily, nothing happens, or an explosion goes off and distracts somebody during the match. It's very repetitive. Kind of like the Orton spitting up goo for weeks ago. And then, however, this segment was way better than that. I'll say that. The Orton spitting up goo was worse than this. Because that was just boring and repetitive. Whereas this was at least quite funny. I don't think it was meant to be funny, but the segment honestly was funny. You got like Shayna Baszler running away, you know, doing all the little shenanigans. And to be fair, it was well shot. I was when I talk about competent features and things like that. Kevin Dunn did a good job shooting this and everything like that. So it, it was well done. And you've got a bit of him. At the end, when Baszler sees Lily in the mirror, turns around, she's not there. Then she's in the mirror again, she just kicks the mirror in. But this is the hilarious moment. This is what the, at the absolute end when the lights go out and you hear Shane Baszler do a half assed Ooh! <laughs> it was fucking hilarious. I honestly thought I was hilarious. So bad that it's good. Now, what is this set up? Now, Billy Batten, who's got a good track record for these things, has said that. This is leading Alexa and Shayna Baszler teaming up, and I could believe it based on that. It looks like possibly what's going to happen is Lily's going to possess Baszler, and then she's going to be spooky and whatever and team with Alexa. I don't know if we'll get an Alexa Baszler match first and then it happens or whatever. It does look like that's where this is going, which is horrible, frankly. <laughs> horrible idea. All of this. When, when Alexa first went in the break, I was thinking, yes, this should be a big main event angle, but if this all just, all this waste of time just leads back to her being right back in the women's tag division, which the WWE don't care about, then it's been a giant waste of time, and almost certainly for the third year in a row, she won't be on the SummerSlam main card. Do we really want that? You know, but it does seem inevitable at this point in time. There's no fucking way over a women's tag match on the SummerSlam main card. No way. Unless something big's getting planned, which I highly doubt because you don't care about that division. I really hope it's not that. I'd love to think that this is just going to lead to Alexa beats Basil in the match. They're actually building Alexa up for SummerSlam to get the title match, but whatever. We'll see. We'll see. However, <laughs> and I will say as well, I know some people think, oh, she's going to get her own feed personality soon. Well, isn't that what she had in January in those matches last year? And they fucked that up. So if they actually if they're gonna have her transform into her own fiend or whatever, they'll still fuck that up. Never people were saying she's gonna get a mask. When whatever happened to that? You know? <laughs> you know. <laughs> but I digress. 
typically we don't want a mask or it's because why, why would you want to cover her face up and for obvious reasons and two, her facial expressions are fantastic which time how good of an actor she is but at least for this week uh, I, I kind of, when I heard this segment was going to happen I thought they'd have it early in the night and then something would happen and then they'd just have an Alexa and Basil and Max later in the night but to be honest at least this was memorable and entertaining and to my knowledge, none of the Alexa, well, since Alexa's been recording, none of these segments have reached a million views yet. Which kind of shows this thing is not over. People are not into it. Whereas when she was doing the stuff with Orton before the Royal Rumble, they were getting a million views within 24 hours. I think the, the night after WrestleMania got to, had last a look got to over 900k, which is the closest. This one. This week's Raw's one at the moment stands at 787, so this has a good chance of actually breaking a million views. So this could be the first Alexa Raw one to do that. So, you know, there's something. And so overall, I like this segment, maybe not for the reasons that WWE intended. It wasn't scary, but it was funny, at least. And it was somewhat entertaining. And, and you know, at least something happened. At least something happened in it. It wasn't like, just backstage swinging top at all, you know. There you have it. And of course, let's be real, as I've said before, they built up Alexa expertly in the build up to the Royal Rumble. They gave her the dark persona as well, which was working great. And then they absolutely killed that momentum, stone dead, when she got eliminated in like less than two minutes in the Rumble. They killed the momentum, stone dead, and the YouTube views have been nothing like that since then. That kind of tells you that they're not really behind this, and when push comes to shove, they're not really behind this. And then you had that god awful moment at WrestleMania, which was just awful. The likes of everything should have been massively over with the crowd. Well, when they were, if there were crowds here, it should honestly be a sort of thing that was massively over with the crowd because it was such a good partnership to begin with. The first time you put it in front of crowds, they get a good reception from the crowd. They chant, "Holy shit!" The stupid. A goo thing coming down, which is fine. However, the whole segment with them at WrestleMania just ended with them both disappearing when the, the lights went off and back on again, and it ended with the crowd booing. Because WWE fucked it up. That's my. So, what, at least I enjoy. I'll say one thing. No matter where this goes, and I've got a bad feeling it's going with a Boston Basel tag team, which is just a terrible idea. What, no matter what, where it goes, in the long run, they'll fuck it up. But to be honest, last night, I know people are outraged here how terrible it was. I honestly think I've seen way worse. And I actually think this was definitely one of the better moments between Alexa and Lily. In fact, and at least, you know, something happened. It was somewhat entertaining. And it was quite funny. But there you have it. That's just my toughness about that. So, as I said, later on today I'll be reviewing Cruella. I'll definitely look forward to talking about that. It will be a non spoiler review as well, but I'll point that out. There you go. Thanks ever so much for listening and goodbye.